0: Hello, welcome to James's pre-fight, post-fight MMA show, where we recap all the important things happening in the sport of MMA, and I, your host James, try to explain to you what's going on in the sport and make it as easy as one, two, three for you to understand. We hope you enjoy the show. <music> So we have the featured lightweight fight on UFC 274's pay-per-view with number five, Michael Ch- Iron Michael Chandler, excuse me, versus Tony Elkakui Ferguson, Elkakui, the boogeyman. Great fight. Um, Two guys come off of uh, multiple losses. Michael Chandler coming off of his TKO loss against Charles Oliveira and his decision loss against Justin Gaethje back in November. Tony Ferguson coming off of three losses, one against Justin Gaethje where he was TKO'd in the fifth round, and two decision losses against Charles Oliveira, the current champion, and Benito Darush. Uh, Michael Chandler twenty-two 22-7. He is the former Bellator lightweight champion. Uh, Bellator, I would say, is to most people, uh, their perspective is that they're the second most popular MMA promotion uh, at least in the North American atmosphere, a lot of UFC fighters who, who don't end up si- signing with the UFC end up going to Bellator. So there's a lot of good fighters there. He's five with a seventy one inch reach. That's something to take note of. D one All American, Big Twelve wrestling champion, ten win oh runner up. Excuse me, ten wins by KO, and he's come off two losses. Like I said. I believe he's from saint louis missouri but he trains out sanford MMA MMA and fort lauderdale florida tony ferguson the former u f c interim champion he is the he's twenty six and six he's five eleven with a seventy inch reach he was also comes with a wrestling background he was n c w w a national champion and he trains over at big barrel his own gym he he used to uh, he kind of like does the approach of having um, he's not under a team like he makes his own team basically. A lot of boxers do that. Um, but but you got to know Michael Chandler. Even though he's come off two losses, those two losses he did look very very good. You know Charles Oliveira he hurt Charles Oliveira in the first round. Um, two, two like a two occasions at least one occasion towards the end of the round. Uh, T- Tony Ferguson he's hasn't looked that great just. You know, you could come off with losses and still look good, which I believe that's the case for Michael Chandler because even when he fought Justin Gaethje, his most recent fight, he did rock Gaethje. He did stun him at least two times in the first round of their fight. And Michael Chandler, I was impressed by his chin and durability, but it continued to show the same problems that he always had where if he can't get you out of there in the first round, he just forgets the game plan and just starts to really wrestle Get wrestling heavy. And, ho- and he'll hope that he can get you down and then rest on top of you. Which he couldn't do against Charles Oliveira. Because Charles Oliveira is so good off his back. And um, Justin Cagey was Justin Cagey was basically denying him every time he wanted to take him down. And Michael Chanley, you'll see, like, in the beginning of this fight, he's, he's very smooth. He's setting things up. He's throwing long punches. He's being quick. He's hitting the body, things like that. And then when he tries to finally go for his home run... And he can't get you out of there. He just ends up like spamming Russell takedowns. And then Tony Ferguson. He has looked okay to a certain point. Like the Justin Gagey fight. I did think Gagey was going to win. Just because of the style matchup. So I didn't think he looked too terrible. But he did take a lot of damage. And then Charles Oliveira. It was a big hit in his confidence. Because Oliveira was just dominating him for 15 minutes. And... He was having very little success on the feet, very little success on the ground. Charles Oliveira put him in a couple uh, submission, uh, tight submission attempts like triangles and a very good arm bar in the first round where he almost broke Tony Ferguson's arm. So Tony's still tough. And then Bernil Darius, very similar, got him down. Used a lot more wrestling than Charles Oliveira, I would say. Uh, didn't do as much ground and pound or submissions, but he did get a very nice heel hook. And Tony didn't tap to that. So we know Tony is tough. But in, ever since his Bernil Darius fight, it does feel like he's slowing down, like his athleticism isn't there. A big uh, t- Tony Ferguson trait used to be his ability to explode forward um, with his footwork and his ability to. He's a lot faster, a lot more agile as well. He's uh, the Darius fight, he kind of didn't show any of that. Uh, even getting a little bit out of muscle by Bernil Darius. So, how does that picture this fight, right? Like, Michael Chandler, even though he's coming off with two losses, he's definitely got the momentum going. He is a big favorite. Like, some sites have him as, like, minus 400. That's a little generous because I could totally see. Because Tony Ferguson, he hasn't been knocked out in, like, the first round yet. Maybe this that will happen this fight. Because Justin Gagey that was like a five round. He was just eating huge shots, and then Charles Oliveira hit him with like a big head kick, and he didn't get knocked out. Uh, things like that. So, and I don't think he's gonna submit Tony Ferguson because Tony Ferguson, I, I think, is too tough to get submitted. To be to put himself in a position like that, and also like Michael Chandler, he's kind of known for only having a. Chokes like chokes opportunistic chokes like guillotines. choke. these are chokes that you get when the opponent makes like a, a mistake. It's not like you're creeping slowly towards it, like an arm bar, uh things like that. Also Michael Chandler in general doesn't do a lot of submissions. Michael Chandler in general doesn't do a lot of ground up pound either. He you most of the time he takes guys down, controls them, gets his rest, and then when you try to get up, that's when he starts to just land huge shots on you. That can happen. That is a more likely scenario, I think, than him uh, just um, ground up hunting Tony Ferguson. So the way I see it is Michael Chandler, he's going to come out. He's going to go forward. Tony Ferguson's going to do his awkward footwork. And I think uh, Chandler, he's just going to beam right hands over the top every time. And I think he's going to land because he's definitely faster. Even though um, age-wise, they're not the youngest two of them. like I believe Michael Chandler's 35. Tony Ferguson's, I think, uh, at least... um, He's got to be at least thirty-seven. I'm pretty sure, and he hasn't fought in a year. Tony Ferguson, but I think it's better because he is a veteran. Oh, excuse me. Michael Chandler's thirty-six. Tony Ferguson's thirty-eight. So you, Chandler's older, but he's definitely looked better. That's the evidence. He still does his signature things. He's <clears throat> excuse me. You know he's not um. Getting wins, but he's still maintaining the standards in which I believe a good Michael Chandler performance is uh, and then I just believe the point like the two guys he's, who he lost to are fighting for the title now um, and uh tony Ferguson he just just doesn't look like uh, athletically he's not as good as he was because he did so many weird things, but a lot of it was backed up with like his cardio his ability to be quick. Things like that. His agility. Like, his quickness and agility are nowhere there. And he did, like, cool things. Like, he would, like, guys would try to throw, like, big punches. And he would, like, roll with them with his shoulder. And then he would, like, spin. And then, like, hit, like, a spinning elbow. It was, like, crazy the things he used to do. And, like, there would be moments, like, opponents thought, like, oh, I have him, I have him trapped. And then he would, like, bring something out of the bag. Like a flying knee. Like a knee or an elbow or a spinning attack. Things like that. You don't see that off him anymore, especially after he, he tore his ACL back in, uh I believe, 2018 when he was getting ready to fight Habib. And these are high-level guys. and I understand that some people are very excited because, you know, Tony is a big name. He used to be the ch- interim champion. He was set up to fight Habib. People always talked about him and Connor, but he's just not performing the same, and I think Michael Chandler's speed is going to be a a huge problem. You know, Tony Ferguson could throw him off of his footwork, but uh, the creativeness isn't there, and the athleticism isn't there to back that unorthodox fighting style. Like, to be like that, to be so strange, like, he, like, crosses his feet. Like, he's, like, literally, Tony Ferguson is salsa dancing in in the octagon. And that is kind of like a mistake, but he used to be able to... He was allowed to do it because of how athletic he was and how good his eyes were meaning like he could see strikes. But it's just not there. And I think uh Chandler he's gonna be too quick. And and then you add on, oh, but Tony Ferguson, even though he's losing these fights, his cardio is still very good, which I do believe so, and his durability's still there. So what happens if he just eats these huge shots from Michael Chandler and survives? Uh, I think Tony Ferguson, his wrestling, despite being a wrestler outside of MMA, before he got into MMA, his MMA wrestling has never been that good, like, at all. And it was, probably, it was a lot of, like, he did a lot of basic mistakes, he he did a lot of, um, he would afford himself to be on his back, like, he was allowed, he would allow himself to be on his back sometimes, he would run, like, literally, when Tony Ferguson fights, he runs forward. It's not footwork, like... You could argue like, oh, but there's things like shifting, like complicated things like that. He literally runs when he punches people usually. And that always allowed people to get takedowns on him. And Tony, I think that he's shown so little tricks recently on the ground. And his, um, his guard used to be amazing, but his flexibility and his ability to... Uh, stop pressure when somebody's on top of him is, isn't as is there as much. Also, like, usually Tony Ferguson would get those submissions when guys would open himself up. But Michael Chandler very rarely opens himself up in the ground. He's never even been submitted ever, Michael Chandler. And also, he uh, Michael Chandler fought Charles Oliveira, who is 100% technically better than Tony Ferguson. A lot of people like to compare the two because they're both long, tall, Uh, fight the same weight class, and they both wear sunglasses, it seems like, a lot of people. But Charles Oliveira and Tony Ferguson are totally different fighters. Um, That's why I think Michael Chandler... I think... I don't think he's going to get a knockout, but I do think he's going to win via decision. There is a, a thought in the back of my head, though, that, you know, Tony Ferguson, in his prime... I don't know about now, but in his prime, if this fight happened... He probably would have same thing, get hurt in the first round. Michael Chandler's like really going at him. Michael Chandler's seeing red just like like a predator against a prey. And then Tony Ferguson is like rolling with shots. He's um and then eventually Michael Chandler's getting tired. Tony Ferguson's getting up from takedowns and Tony just starts to piece him up with like straight punches. But uh Tony Ferguson, I just think uh, he's not they're going to be creative enough on the ground to stop Michael Chandler from taking him there. Also, I think he's gonna he's gonna take he's gonna I think when he gets hit by Chandler, he is going to take more of the blunt force than he would have in his youth, because I think Michael Chandler will have an easier time reading him than, uh, say, like this fight happened like four years ago, when Michael Chandler was a to champion. And Tony Ferguson was the, uh, you know, top contender at Lightweight. That's how I see it. I think Tony... You know, this, of course you could bet on it. You know, if you're a big Tony Ferguson fan, sure. But this is also a three-round fight. So I don't think Tony Ferguson... He, if this was a five-round fight, all right. I could see Tony Ferguson, despite um showing his wear and tear in his last couple of fights. I could see a possibility of him, you know, piecing up Michael Chandler a little bit towards the end. And then trying to... Go for a finish. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think um, Michael Chandler is going to... The first round is going to be hard, explosive, quick. He's going to try to get him out of there. A little bit of that around round two. And then Michael Chandler is going to use his wrestling. And he's going to realize it's hard to take out Tony Ferguson. And um maybe Tony, for- Tony Ferguson will probably land a couple shots after the first round. But also Michael Chandler, one thing that kind of really, really surprised me... Was how he was able to take the big shots of Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson doesn't definitely doesn't hit as hard as Justin Gaethje. So uh, the lanes of how Tony could win are kind of closing on him as he gets a little bit older. That's gonna be um, that's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards Chandler. I think I think it will go to the decision. So that's how I see this fight. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you are listening to, please subscribe to Fans Assemble. And if you can, please give us a rating. Do it for the audio world. They need you.